So you need to really be able to have that belief, have a mindset and understand that it's not going to be smooth sailing. There are always going to be ups and downs and don't expect quick wins and quick successes. Your previous failure will set you up for the next success. Assalamu alaikum, everyone, and welcome to the IFG podcast. This is Ibrahim Khan, your host. And today I am interviewing a man who is deep in the gold industry. And he is the CEO of Minted, which is a brand new fintech that is also Sharia compliant, focuses on gold and gold investing and making it accessible for people. And Hamza, you also have, I think, a really interesting entrepreneurial past. I'd love to dive into that. But before actually I do that, what's your al-Masyabi? What does that mean? And what's the story there? Okay. Um, firstly, thank you for having me on. It's great to be speaking with you. Al-Masyabi, so uh, my father came from Yemen. And Masyab is the place that we come from within Yemen. The Y at the end of any Arab name is an indication of a belonging to a particular place. And the al that you'll find in many different words just means the. So technically speaking, that would be Hamza, the one from Masyab, just so that you don't, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can uh, make sure you get the right one. Fantastic, fantastic. I think you're the first Hamza from Masyab that I've ever spoken to. So, uh, you know. We're, I'm, uh, we're a pretty rare breed, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Uh, Hamza, you, you obviously now are deep in the fintech space, but you've always had... Yeah a bit of an entrepreneurial past. I know that you're based in Birmingham and I presume you grew up in Birmingham. I'd love to hear about your CV, your background, your entrepreneurial chops. Sure. So, um, you know, I've always had a bit of an entrepreneurial streak in me. And I think it started, it was born out of, I guess, more out of necessity. So growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, things were a little bit difficult from a financial perspective. So uh, I had to be quite resourceful and look at different opportunities and understand how I can capitalize on them. And that started really in the playground at primary school, where, um, you know, I initially started selling pictures of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles back when they were really big. And then I moved on to sweets. And then, you know, I moved on to bigger and better things. When I went to secondary school, I started to sell mobile phones. And it was through self-funding that I was able to basically just get the things that I wanted to. And I never wanted to be a burden on my family. I wanted to be able to assist and help wherever I could. So um, it was that desire that really kind of brought out the creative juices and allowed me to really kind of understand where I can add value, understand how I can spot an opportunity and fill the need in the market, so to speak. Then I went into university, I studied business and IT. I understood that in order for you really to kind of progress in this day and age of business, you need to be able to understand how to leverage IT to be able to work smarter rather than harder. And um, after I finished university, I started with an international NGO, a nonprofit organization, quite a large one. And um, I was basically a systems analyst and a business analyst there. Again, very similar thing, understanding how the organization works understanding how we can improve efficiencies and things like this and introduce systems and so on and then i moved into the corporate world so i worked for an international law firm again in a very similar kind of capacity to kind of responsibilities but there was always a part of me that i really didn't want to spend the rest of my life working nine till five so i was always working on different projects alongside my corporate job so i started with an event management company and that was the first company that i actually registered and it grew from just an idea and a concept to eventually becoming one of the most recognized event brands in the whole of the West Midlands. And we were working with very reputable brands like Ramada and Marriott and things like this. And 
that really kind of opened up my eyes that look the possibilities are there and you can achieve whatever you set your sights on as long as you put in the work and you have a can-do attitude and you surround yourself with people that will help you get to the places that you want to get to so these were deeply ingrained and really reinforced my mindset i moved into a direct selling company and quickly rose within the ranks there i was able to build a large international team and uh, we achieved some great milestones there and then the opportunity of Minted came along. So I don't know if you want me to go into the story of how Minted came about just now, or we can uh, leave that for a bit yeah, later on. Yeah, I think we great to hear the story. But actually, before we do that, I'd love to hear, you know, what are your lessons that you think you did all, all this different stuff and you're now, in a way, probably, you know, taking all of those lessons and applying them to Minted and, and your future life. What were the big lessons that, you took away that perhaps, you know, your younger self perhaps wasn't aware of? I think um, the first thing is to dream big and really believe because, you know, if you don't believe that you're going to be able to achieve something, you won't take the actions and then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you need to really be able to have that belief, have a mindset and understand that it's not going to be smooth sailing. There are always going to be ups and downs and don't expect quick wins and quick successes. Your previous failure will set you up for the next success. So I saw every single one of those projects that I worked on as a stepping stone. It allowed me to progress. It allowed me to personally develop. It allowed me to acquire the skill sets. For example, with the um, event management company, when you're heading a startup, you have so many different hats. You're dealing with the legal side of things. You're dealing with the marketing, the sale. You're pretty much every department, right? And you know, you're going to really suck when you first start because these are areas that you have very little experience in initially when you start anything. But then as you develop, as you learn, you become more well-rounded. Um, you start to meet people in those fields that you're able to learn from. So the one thing that I would say after the belief and really knowing where you want to go first, we have to understand this is the destination that I want to go. And then you'll figure your route there. And if then you can take an alternative route. But the main thing is to keep focused, but then surround yourself, learn, develop. If you are destined to be successful at this point in time, you'd already be there, right? But the point is we have to grow to become the person that we're supposed to be. That's the belief that I have. And it really is something that, you know, I've taken with me throughout my journey. And now on this journey, you've come to this fintech. How did this idea come about? How did you get involved with Minted? So it's quite interesting. Actually, it really started in 2008 during the financial crisis at that time. So I was in full-time employment. I started to see what was going on within the economy. I felt really uneasy. And I thought, okay, how can I best safeguard myself secure my finances, put myself in a position where I'm ahead of the curve and hopefully, you know, come out on the positive side of things. And I was naturally drawn to gold. It's seen as a, a safe haven, a hedge against inflation and many positive things going for it. And I think just culturally within many different communities, there's always been a strong emphasis on investing in gold, saving in gold. And generally over time, it's got a track record for going up in value. So I started to get to look into it really. And the more I delved into it, the more I realized there are so many different barriers that would stop the, av the everyday person who's never been involved in, in investing or buying in gold, in essence, prevent them from doing that. So there were things like the know-how. So there, you know, there's different purity grades, different denominations, different. So, you know, should I buy coins? Should I buy bars? What's a good price? Where should I buy from? How do I buy? There's so many different questions out there that can potentially be a stumbling block for somebody who's just starting out in buying in gold. Then there's also the risk aspect of it. So, you know, I may be looking out for a great deal, but if I'm not buying from reputable suppliers, how can I be sure that the purity of the gold, or in fact, that it is actually gold that I'm buying, 
And then there's also the risk aspect in terms of the risk of theft. So if I store my gold at home, unfortunately, we're seeing that there's certain communities that are being specifically tar targeted because of the gold that they store in their homes. And if I start to look at professional vaulting, then that eats into the return on the investment that I've made because you're talking about £10, £15 a month and going up depending on the amount of gold that I bought. So that was, again, one of the barriers. So you have the cost, you have the know-how and uh, you know the security aspect of things. The last thing, sorry, that I didn't touch on was the cost aspect. So obviously, the more you buy, the better the rate is. But for most people, gold is quite pricey, right? So they're not going to be able to buy in large quantities at once. So the premiums that they're paying for smaller amounts are higher, which means that you have to wait a longer period for you to be able to realize a positive return on your investment. And that was, again, something that um, priced a lot of people out of the market and maybe not so much of a worthwhile investment. So that put me off initially. But then we fast forward and now we're back in, in another financial crisis. And I sat down with a couple of my friends just talking about different kind of projects and opportunities. And at that point in time, the subject of gold came up again. So we discussed these barriers and then we thought, look, if there are people that can provide a solution that can help the average everyday person be able to overcome these barriers, then that would be a great value add to the community, number one, but also it's a great business opportunity too. So we started to really brainstorm and think, okay, look, what are the barriers? What are potential solutions? And we came up with Minted as a concept. Initially, it was a different brand name. Yeah, sorry. And Hamza, before you go on, when you say we, who is we? So me and um, two other co-founders within Minted. Yeah. What's the names? We have Haroon Siddiq and we also have Shahid Munir, who was uh, part of the initial founding team. Brilliant. And how do you know them? Interesting question. So, so Harun is uh, my brother-in-law and um, I got to know Shahid actually through Harun on a different business opportunity that I was uh, working on before that. So uh, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So now you're in the room, you're brainstorming away. What happens next? So we laid out a potential solution. We set up a company. It wasn't called Minted at that time. It was actually called Savings Mint and the business model was slightly different. So it was a pay upfront premium to be able to access low-cost gold and storage and things like this. And we built up a fair bit of traction, actually, even though there was potentially a barrier to entry there where people had to pay up front for something that maybe they weren't quite completely sure about. It was a startup company without a track record at that point in time. But what that did was give us the belief that, look, there is definitely a need for this and a demand for this within the target consumer base. And you know, we thought, okay, if we can further reduce the barriers and make this something that's even more accessible to people, then that can only be a positive thing. So then we went towards a model where, you know, we had a savings plan or a monthly plan, as we call it now, that allowed people to be able to save on a monthly basis. It will auto buy for them. It's really effortless. We would buy directly from the refinery and pass on savings to our customers. For the amount that they're spending, they would be able to get more gold through Minted than they would with the leading, re leading retail retailers online. And then we also threw in storage to address the risk aspect. So, you know, we partnered with them. Um, a secure vaulting company and uh yeah that helps us um, safeguard the precious metals that we hold on behalf of customers and it's a comprehensive a complete solution where customers can just simply buy and sell from a mobile app as and when they want and get great rates at the same time and hamza when you mentioned the refinery i know i had a chat with shahid on this before you guys mm -hmm. have a really interesting relationship right with the refinery that's very unique Indeed. So um, the refinery uh, really bought into the vision and understood what we were trying to do. They've been very, very supportive and they've given us great rates and uh, fantastic terms. So uh, we're on a very good working relationship with them. 
and we have a great long-term agreement and that's really helped us actually you know during the period of the lockdown there were a lot of um, golden well, basically bullion dealers that actually didn't have access to precious metals at that time because there was nothing coming in you know from overseas and it was very very difficult logistics were just all over the place at that time so i think you know companies had like lead times of 3 or 4 weeks but because of the relationship that we have with the refinery we were still able to sell gold as normal and proceed as normal and i think that that is uh, definitely a major advantage for us and now that you guys you've set up and you've launched minted you know has gone through a few different iterations as well as you've learned from the market and tweaked on that how do you see the overall gold industry right now in terms of the now that you're deep in the industry like let's say 5 years ago or 2 years ago mm-hmm. even you probably nowhere near as much as you do now just because you're in it what's the really good stuff that you've seen about the gold industry and the really bad stuff and the ugly stuff as well so i think in terms of the good stuff i think that we've seen every time there's a financial crisis despite what there are so many different options investment you know options that are out there different asset classes ultimately when times become difficult people flock back to precious metals and there's almost like this innate you know kind of uh, people just understand that gold and silver is something that's safe i can put my money in it it has intrinsic value no matter what the market price is you know a kilo is a kilo an ounce is an ounce and i can do something with it and that's reassuring the track record for gold speaks for itself over the long period of time the trajectory is going on an upward trajectory so i think regardless of what happens in the market generally there's always that understanding that gold is a safe haven and it's a good thing to have as part of a diversified portfolio to help people spread the risk in terms of the the ugly or the bad i think that there's a lack of education i think especially in uh, this day and age people are used to you know hearing about great quick wins with cryptocurrency people like you know 100xing something you know on these meme coins and all this craziness that's happening right now and they're not really thinking about the medium to long term or at least as much as they used to before especially with you know gen z and maybe some millennials they're more inclined to put their money to something that can well is a lot higher risk and potentially can yield a higher reward but at the same time if we look at the amount of people that are actually losing money as a result of investing in these different asset classes it's a shame and the reality is with gold and with silver you can't really lose yes the prices can fluctuate but ultimately you own a physical asset that has intrinsic value and no matter where, no matter where you go in the world there will be a value there so there's an educational process that has to happen especially with the younger customer base and i think that they generally come with this idea that it's either or so either i put my money into crypto or gold i'd rather put it into crypto or i'd rather put it into stocks or shares or forex or something else because i can realize higher gains potentially in the short term but actually the smart investor will understand that you should spread the risk you should invest in different asset classes and precious metals are a great hedge especially because of the inverse relationship that they have generally with stocks when one is doing well the other one dips slightly and vice versa so it's a good way to balance things out and i think that there are so many beginners that are entering the market right now and you see so many retail investment apps that are very low barriers to entry so you pay zero commission very minimal investment amounts that you need so that's attracting a lot of people and a lot of people are willing to take a lot more risk but also a lot of people are losing out because of the lack of education 
And I think that that's something that through Minted, that's one of our aims is to really kind of try and educate people to make better informed decisions when it comes to how to invest their money and what to invest their money in. Absolutely. You know, it makes a lot of sense. What are your thoughts around, I don't really know this area too well, but the regulation of gold and I guess my experience is, you know, when you're buying and selling gold in places like Dubai or abroad, there can be some dodgy business that happens where you're sold a certain kind of gold and it's not actually that kind of gold. And then also, really? I guess in the UK with all, I don't know how the FCA, ha- that has an implication mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. all of this stuff as well. What are the things that people should watch out for when dealing with this industry? So the first thing that I want to say is that precious metals in general in the UK are not regulated. So the fact that Minted is FCA registered, that's relating to our e-money services that we provide as part of the platform. So we have an e-wallet. But in terms of the ability to buy and sell precious metals, it's not regulated in the UK. Now, obviously, when something is not regulated, that opens up risk. And, you know, one of the things that I highlighted earlier on was that risk of, you know, the gold that I'm buying or the silver that I'm buying. Is it genuine Is it the purity that it's supposed to be and so on and so forth? So what I would suggest is, first of all, buy from reputable dealers, people that have or companies that have a track record, have great reviews and bars that are. So, for example, with Minted, we've taken a number of steps to quality assure the bars that we sell. So they come directly from the refinery, factory sealed. Okay, so you can see if it's tamper proof, number one. On the actual bar itself, you have a serial number. And then on the packaging itself, you have a corresponding serial number. And the bars themselves, they've actually developed this technology now where it can basically, you'll see a hologram on the actual bar that will show you the denomination and the weight of the bar, but also the refinery's logo. (laughs) Yeah. So there are a number of different security measures that have been built in to help assure the quality of the gold. So definitely look out for those things when you're buying gold. I would say, you know, As much as it's tempting to buy bars that have been already circulated and maybe outside of the packaging, it's best for you to spend a little bit more on that premium and have that assurance that this is definitely something that's coming from the refinery. I can see the hallmarks on there and I'm buying from a reputable dealer. If there are any issues, I can always go back there and address any problems that I may have. Be careful when you're buying online, especially from places like your ebays and your facebook kind of marketplaces and so on of course there are many genuine people there but there are a lot of people that are opportunistic and don't have the moral compass unfortunately and are willing to do whatever it takes and hamza you mentioned this briefly before about how people could think about gold it's not an either or gold can be part of a wider diversified portfolio and the way i kind of think about it is that it's a relatively stable asset particularly interesting right now because of the high inflation rates that we're seeing. So it's a nice, relatively nice store of wealth, actually Mm -hmm. arguably, well, definitely better than just holding in cash, I guess, arguably, actually, because, you know, you have to kind of think about the fees and stuff. But at a certain point, it becomes relevant. And I'd love to, like, you know, get your thoughts on an investment strategy that you could use with gold. So the investment strategy that I have in mind is one that I heard a while back where, you know, you essentially just hold 5% of your assets in gold. And if gold prices go up, you just sell it down. So it still remains 5% of your overall portfolio. And if it becomes cheaper, then you buy it up until it's still 5% of your portfolio. And I thought that was quite an interesting way of just having a little bit of stability in your overall pot. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that strategy and any others that might be interesting. Definitely. So um, the figure of 5%, you hear between 5 and 10% generally. And 
yeah, the strategy that you mentioned, definitely. There is also the, uh, the concept of uh, dollar cost averaging. So our monthly plan. So for example, if somebody was to save or to buy a lump sum of gold any specific point in time, they're stuck with that specific rate. If the market dips and they've you know spent all the funds that they have, they're not able to take advantage of the fluctuations within the market. So that was one of the reasons why we developed the monthly plan so that the customer is automatically buying on a monthly basis and therefore they're able to take advantage of the fluctuations in the market and spread the risk and have hopefully a better return rather than being stuck with a particular price. And you know if they have to sell it at that point in time, in order to buy again, because of the fees and things like that, it may not work out as well for them. So um, yeah, I think uh, that's definitely something that hopefully we've made easier through this particular product. It is also the, the cheapest way now to buy from Minted. So our monthly plans actually have the cheapest rate and are actually a bit lower than the one-off purchasing as well. And they come with the free storage. So yeah, that's definitely something that I would recommend everyone to take a look into as an option. And Hamza, as a CEO of fintech what has been a really interesting you know learning curve for you compared to any previous experiences that you've had what was really new for you in this space i think definitely dealing with a regulatory body and really kind of undertaking everything that you need to undertake in order to not only fulfill the requirements to first of all acquire a license but to actually retain it so there are so many things behind the scenes when it comes to safeguarding, when it comes to protecting customer accounts and so on, like very, very stringent. You know, thankfully we've been surrounded by experts who have guided us and we've learned so much. And, you know, what we've put in place right now in effect is bank grade. So um, that is one of the things that we're looking to in the future is actually to offer minted, minted cards so people can go and use their minted cards to be able to spend in the shops, potentially even spend their gold if they'd like to. And we've got whole host of um, exciting products lined up as well for our customers. Amazing. And on that point, what are these future products that are in the pipeline with Minted? I know one in particular, I mean, I'll let you kind of explain it, but one in particular I'm really interested by, but I'd love to hear what people can look forward to. Okay. I'll talk to you about the most imminent ones. So um, first of all, we're going to be um, releasing a silver-based product. So that will allow customers to be able to invest in physical silver but with a twist. So um, as some of you may be aware, uh, VAT or gold investment grade bullion for gold basically is VAT exempt, but VAT is applicable when it comes to silver. We have developed a product that will allow our customers to be able to buy a very low premium and also is VAT exempt. So hopefully they'll be able to realize a better return on their investment. That will be storage only for the silver, but it is physically backed one for one and the customers own the silver. It's just they're not going to be able to redeem it because they own a portion of a larger bar. That's something that's going to be coming. Also, we've had a lot of demand from customers for an online e-commerce shop. There are also customers that are asking us, okay, why do I have to sign up in order for me to see what products or prices that you have? So we've listened to the customers and that's something that we're going to be introducing. So the products such as the saving plan and the free storage and things like this, that's going to be available through the app. But there is also going to be uh, an option for people to buy like you would from a traditional online bullion dealer. And we've got a whole range of exciting products and unique products that our customers can look forward to on that. We are also expanding internationally. We're building on our e-wallet facility. So what we're going to also be introducing is the ability to transfer. So customers will be able to transfer gold. So I can, for example, gift you know, a few grams, for example, to somebody who's just been married or maybe I owe somebody money and I want to pay that debt off in gold or silver 
or even cash, you'd be able to transfer to existing customers or even customers that are not yet on the platform. They'll be able to register and redeem the transferred assets. And Hamza, there was uh, some talk around at some point like debit cards and like having gold back. I'd love to hear a bit more about that as well. Yeah, so this was the uh, minted card that I touched on um, slightly earlier. So the idea that customers will be able to be able to use their debit cards in any um, online store that accepts your visas and your MasterCards and any um, just retail store really. And as they spend, they'll also be able to earn cashback and rewards, including free gold. So that's definitely something that's exciting. And we are looking at also the possibility of allowing customers to actually spend their gold. So if they've got, let's just say, for example, 10 grams, we can sell a fraction of the gold that they have in order to be able to pay for whatever it is that they're buying at these retail stores. So it's uh, an innovative product that we are currently developing, but it's definitely in the pipeline and we look forward to introducing that. Alhamdulillah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be really fascinating. So Hamza, finally, where can people find out more about the Minted app and how can people connect with you? Fantastic. So um, the Minted app, you can search for it on the Apple App Store or on the Google Play Store. Just type in Minted. You'll be able to download the app. It's free. Just create an account and then you can play around with it and see what you feel um, is most suitable for yourself. There is also the website, theminted.com. I would strongly recommend visiting our blog as well. So you can click on the blog link. It's very informative. Um, and I think especially if somebody is looking at precious metals for the first time, it's a great place to start. We have FAQs, very informative FAQs, as well as our team, the support team on chat. So there are ample avenues that people can get the support and get their answers, the questions answered. And with myself, I'm primarily uh, on, I guess, on LinkedIn. That would probably be the best place to reach me. Yeah, I think that would probably be the best. Amazing. Hamza, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, And I look forward to Minted growing and going from strength to strength, inshallah. And hopefully in a year or two's time, we can reconvene and you can tell me about the next step in the journey is, you know, perhaps Minted goes international or, or whatever it is that you're up to in the next few years. Absolutely. I look forward to it and hopefully we'll be there a lot sooner. I mean, I mean, Salaam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you got this far, you must have enjoyed the podcast, which means you'll definitely love our other episodes and other content we produce as well, inshallah. Be sure to check out the website, islamicfinanceguru.com, as well as our YouTube channel and social media. Until next time, Assalamu alaikum.